This is the recap, a review of the day's news in the Tri-States area for Thursday, January 4th, 2024. With Tri-States Public Radio News, I'm Mike Murray. Spoon River College expects to begin construction of its new Macomb campus this year. Tri-States Public Radio's Rich Egger reports. The college is renovating a former retail building on East Jackson Street. President Kurt Oldfield says the project should go out for bid in the spring and construction should begin in the summer. The estimated price tag is $16.5 million. We've been trimming expenses to stay within estimated budgets, so hopefully those bids will come in competitive and we'll be able to, to reach those goals. Oldfield says $6.5 million of the funding is from a Rebuild Illinois grant. The college issued bonds to cover the rest of the cost. If all goes as planned, the new campus should open in mid-2025. Rich Egger reporting. Illinois has become the first state to effectively ban book bans. The new law, spearheaded by Secretary of State Alexei Janoulias, requires public libraries that receive state grant funding to adopt language that says books cannot be banned for partisan reasons. Janoulias says materials should not be restricted for everyone just because some parents find the material objectionable. The concept and the practice of, quote, banning books contradicts the very essence of what our country stands for and what our democracy was founded on. It also defies what education is really about, which is teaching our children to think for themselves. The American Library Association says there were efforts to ban more than 2,500 books in 2022. Many of the books targeted were from queer authors or authors of color. Emerin, Illinois customers might soon notice changes to their gas and electrical bills thanks to a few decisions from the Illinois Commerce Commission. The commission approved rate hikes for Ameren, but did not give the utility as much of an increase as it wanted. Ameren, Illinois customers on average will pay $4 more monthly for their electricity bills and $17 less for gas. The decisions were a win for consumer advocates like Sarah Moskowitz of the Citizens Utility Board. We're never happy to see rates go up, but historically, this is a significant decision from the Illinois Commerce Commission because they really slashed the utilities rate hike requests to an extent that we've very rarely seen. Ameren, Illinois says customers can expect to see the changes to their bills starting this month. Vaping tobacco products indoors is now illegal in Illinois. E-cigarettes were not included more than 10 years ago when smoke-free Illinois went into effect, banning cigarette and cigar smoking inside public places. Democratic State Senator Julie Morrison of Lake Forest sponsored the measure to change that. Among other things, she wants to make it inconvenient to vape tobacco in the hopes that people will give it up. Republican State House leaders in Iowa say they're not sure if lawmakers will take action against future satanic displays in the Iowa Capitol. Iowa Public Radio's Katerina Sestarik reports. A recent display in the State House Rotunda put up by the Satanic Temple of Iowa sparked fierce calls from some members of the public and at least one lawmaker for state leaders to take it down. Senate Majority Leader Jack Whitver says a lot of people are concerned and disgusted about the display. 
there are people that are looking at, including myself, looking at the constitutionality of it and um, just the process and procedures that allowed that to occur. Um, I don't know what that means for next year, if, if we pass a bill or, or what it looks like, but um, there are a lot of people that are disgusted about it. House Speaker Pat Grassley says most House Republicans respect the group's First Amendment right to go through the proper procedures to put up a display. He says he's not sure if they've reached a decision to take any action on the issue. I'm Katerina Sestarek, IPR News. Iowa's dog breeder inspectors were near the site of one of the state's biggest violations to communicate standards to dog breeders. Iowa Public Radio's Zachary Oren-Smith reports the state leads the country in citations for puppy mills. Darlene Olshansky was on her couch when she first heard about the puppy mill bust. She got a text from the Iowa City shelter that it was getting upwards of 100 dogs and they needed help. Um, the people that went down and got them bring just crates full of dogs. It's been months since 131 dogs were seized from the Riverside Breeder. Olshansky says dogs are still dealing with the impact of inhumane treatment. It took a lot of work and is still taking a lot of work to get these dogs to trust. That's the kind of outcome the Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship is trying to avoid. They investigate puppy mill complaints and are spending time educating breeders on the state's requirements for commercial breeders. In Wellman, I'm Zachary Oren-Smith, IPR News. In our feature for today, new years are often accompanied by new promises to improve ourselves. For our Women's Voices series, commentator Heather McElvain-Newsad urges you to take a bigger picture view of the changes you can make. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? The tradition of making New Year's resolutions dates back over 4,000 years. Historians believe that the first people to make New Year's resolutions are also the first recorded people to celebrate a new year at all the Babylonians. During a 12-day festival at the start of the planting season in mid-March, they would make promises to their gods, which were usually about returning objects to their rightful owners. Fast forward to Rome in 46 BC when Emperor Julius Caesar tinkered with the calendar and established January 1st as the beginning of the new year. In ancient Rome, January 1st was an occasion to honor the two-faced god Janus through offerings, feasts, and promises to behave more virtuously. According to a recent CBS poll, more than a third of people say they're making New Year's resolutions this year, which is down from 43% last year. One thing that hasn't changed are the types of resolutions people make. I used to make resolutions that would be fully unraveled by the last week of January. The top five resolutions are to save more money, exercise more, eat healthier, spend more time with family and friends, and to lose weight. I'm pretty sure I have unsuccessfully resolved to do all of these things over the years. By and large, these kinds of resolutions are not really commitments to change. Many times they seem to be nothing more than public statements that generate chatter and attention and are often more aspirational than true intentions. There's nothing wrong with any of these, but do you see a pattern here? Each and every one of them is self-oriented and does little to address the larger problems we're facing as a species. Honestly, who in the world cares if I lose weight or work out or work harder or quit drinking or smoking? As Roger Rosenblatt wrote recently in an op-ed in the New York Times, it's your choice, your life, your little life. Meanwhile, the world, the whole tortured, self-destructive, polarized, endangered, extraordinary world spins on. He continues, what if instead of planning our exercise regimens, we focused our intentions on all that is undesirable in human activity, 
Wars, bigotry, brutality, the despoiling of the earth, and sought to address it. What if, instead of making a milk toast resolution, we made airtight commitments? I think he has a point here. If you're truly committed to making a positive and constructive change, a specific date such as January 1st is not necessary. Any day can do. The promise of new beginnings is powerful and, as it turns out, not entirely metaphorical. Researchers from the Wharton School of Business called it the fresh start effect. When the passage of time is clearly demarcated by temporal landmarks, the mind creates new mental accounting periods that relegate past imperfections to a previous period, induce people to take a big-picture view of their lives, and thus motivate aspirational behaviors. The start of the new year can function as one such temporal landmark, but so too can the start of a new week. It's not like there's something magical about December 31st, Charles Duhigg, a former Times reporter and the author of The Power of Habit, wrote in 2018. What is magical is our mind's capacity to create new narratives for ourselves and to look for events as an opportunity to change the narrative. There are plenty of problems that need to be addressed, so finding one that you can work on shouldn't be too hard to do. I, for one, am going to continue to work towards making my little corner of the world a better place for everyone. I'm going to continue to volunteer with loaves and fishes to provide food vouchers for those in need. I'm excited at the prospect of serving as a tree board member for Macomb, and I'm looking forward to making our town a greener place to live. As we enter an election year, I'm going to continue working with the McDonough County League of Women Voters. I will help register voters, fight against disinformation, assist in increasing voter turnout, and help to inform the public about candidates running for office at the local, regional, state, and national levels. It may not seem like much, but when individuals band together to work towards a common goal, change can happen. What will you do to make the world a better place for us all? Heather McElveen Newsad is a professor of anthropology at Western Illinois University. Her research focuses on collaborative action for sustainability. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the university or Tri-State's public radio. Diverse viewpoints are welcomed and encouraged. In the weather for our listening area for today, it should be mostly cloudy with a high in the mid-30s. Calm winds will turn towards the northeast at around 5 miles an hour later this afternoon. For tonight, it should be mostly cloudy with a low in the upper 20s. For TSPR News, I'm Mike Murray. Tri-State's Public Radio is part of the NPR Network.